Blessings, this is Pastor Larry Inclan with Living 412. I want to welcome you to today's program. And uh, also, happy November. We're getting into the holiday season, which is very exciting. Um, and um, we want to welcome, again, my wife, <coughs> Sarita Inclan. Hey, God bless you. As you can probably hear, we're still um, fighting it a little bit. We're starting to get better. We feel a little bit more energetic, um, but we do not want to uh, negate or forget about the work that we have to do um, and uh, deliver this talk, this word, this encouragement uh, to you this, this evening. We want to continue on speaking about love in action. Uh, the Lord's just been pushing us in that direction. And uh, it's a great topic, probably an infinite amount of conversations that we can have about this and a lot of different examples. But uh, I want to speak today on First uh, John chapter 3. First John chapter 3. And I want to read one verse and then I'm going to skip down so I'm going to start with verse 1 and then I'll skip down to about 11 or so it says see what great love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God and that is what we are I'll stop there because that is um, that should be enough to make you excited to hear those words knowing that we are considered children of God that we have been lavished by his love and that we should carry that. That should carry a lot of weight. That should carry a lot of importance. Um, you know, if you, you think about certain places like in the Middle East, uh, there's, you know, a king or even, you know, in Africa, you, you have a king and their children would be a prince or a princess. You know, and, and they're, that alone makes them important because they are children of somebody high, somebody important, some, somebody of, revelant, of, of re relevance, right? And even, um, so we fly certain people mm -hmm. that are, you know, titled prince or, or princess. And in front of their name, there's initials that stand for his royal highness or her royal highness mm. and you need to address them as such and i find that incredible because it, it is important to recognize the authority that they have under that kingship or queenship or whoever it is that's in in power but in our case as believers we have the love of the father who is the creator of the universe the heavens and the earth the giver of life the it's just so many things and so many names that i can use to describe who god is but to know that we have received that title of children of god mm -hmm. and sometimes we minimize that that title and we don't cling on to it which we should we should uh, definitely own it mm -hmm. 
with that title comes a lot of responsibility. Yeah. The greatest way that we can show God how much we love him is by loving others. So this is why right now we are trying to drive home this message of love in action. Now, why do you suppose we minimize that title? I think we don't understand the capacity of how blessed we are as believers that we have someone who gave his life. It wasn't taken from him. He gave his life willingly Mm -hmm. so that we can live uh, a, a life that would be cleansed, forgiven, um, loved, graceful, merciful. And there's so many other words I can use, but we tend to forget that he did that for us. So when we don't put that much importance or we forget or we neglect or we just simply don't focus on it, it's easy to let other things get in the way. And I think that word neglect is extremely important because I think that that's our biggest problem, if any, is the fact that we do neglect our relationship with God, our time with Him. And Mm -hmm. I think that when we do that, it just sort of robs us from the gift of knowing him and we sort of because of the neglect we're giving ourselves more to the to our life here on earth than anything else so for instance we're giving more to our jobs we're giving more to uh, school for instance for some people We're giving more to our daily chores. We're giving more to our friendships. um, And just, you know, sort of overwhelming our day with so many things to do that it robs us from that time with God so that we can get to know him more and more. Because in this, in this, you know, verse that, or should I say this chapter really, that you chose, it says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. That's confidence right there. That's what we are. That's, that should be a reminder every morning. Con- and he, there's, if you look at it, it, there's an exclamation point. Because he is confidently saying that that that's what we are, and he's yeah. that means that goes to show you he knows he knows that that's what what he is, and the reason it says the world does not know us is that it did not know him. See, so that's what happens to us. We get so distracted and so bombarded with life's every day, our everyday. Th- thing to do we got to wake up early we got to go to work we got to make sure we make breakfast we got to make sure we do this we got to make sure that it's like the list goes on and on and i think that you know it just like i said before it robs us from knowing him and when we don't know him 
we can't confidently say yeah. we're his children. And that's where that whole idea of we, you know, we neglect that title of child of God from that, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's a shame because it's something that for many people that have been believers since a young age, um, they probably heard it over and over again. Their songs, you know, I am a child of God. Um, there's so many different things that you hear, but like you said, we get distracted. We get um, overwhelmed by the cares of this world and we lose focus. I think right now for us, um, I was actually telling Josh uh, via text um, during three, these three weeks that we have been basically down for the count. Um, I believe we've gotten a, a refocus on behalf of the Lord on oh. some of the things that we have to do. And this is why we're in our third week of this love in action. Um, we have to understand that for people to really believe that they are children of God, they have to get to know him. Absolutely. And that's what the second verse is saying. They, they need to, it's actually still part of the first verse, mm -hmm. but they need to know who he is. And we are supposed to mirror this image of God. If we're supposed to mirror the way that Jesus cared for people and loves for people, we have to care uh, with a love that is sincere with a love that doesn't have boundaries, which is difficult for a lot of people because you'll say, I'm willing to do this, but not that. That's a whole nother. We'll, <laughs> we'll do that one another day. But a love without boundaries, a love without picking and choosing who you're going to be this, um, I guess, love magnet towards. Right. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a struggle. And it shouldn't be for us as believers. We should easily be able to spread love, spread the gospel, spread the good news, and show people that God still lives through us. And we are the ones that are... What's the right word to use here? We are the ones that are experiencing the love that he lavished on us. And the same way he wanted to share his love with us, we wanted to share that love with others. Yeah. Like me as a father, I want to continue always sharing the love that I have with my children, even when they get older. Yeah. They're still going to get a hug. They're still going to get um, the congratulations when they need it. They're still going to get, you know, dad to cry with them when they need to cry or listen when, they, when he needs to listen. That's the same way our father is in heaven. Mm -hmm. And we are supposed to teach them that they need to continue that work with their children. Yeah. So for other people that are new to uh, having a walk in Christ, we should be that as well. Absolutely. We should show them this is the way that we serve each other. Yeah. This is the way that we love God. This is the way that we do this walk. Um, because many people don't know what it is to, to be a Christian, to be a believer, to be you know a child of God. And why? Because they don't know who God is. Mm -hmm. So for us, this refocus has been, you know, we need to do more. You know, the Sunday service isn't enough, clearly. Um, the 
Uh, even the Sport 12 uh, program is not enough, clearly. We need to do a lot more to teach the love of God, to teach how we should serve one another, to teach what a husband and wife should, um, a husband and wife in the Lord, with the Lord as their, their center, um, what it should look like. Yeah. We need to teach our children what it is to to have a godly home and and you know obviously they'll make their decisions as they get older but I we've had conversations with our children and they and they hit back with verses that we didn't even know they remembered mm-hmm. or you know like the fruits of the spirit we had a conversation and they knew them mm-hmm. um so all those things so we've just had this awakening of we need to do more yeah without um without reservations and uh, right now that is what we are focused on what we want to keep on doing and and, I, and with that I'll, I'll skip down to verse 11 <clears throat> remember first John chapter 3 verse 11 it says that for this is the message you heard from the beginning we should love one another do not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother and why did he murder his brother? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not, who does not love remains in death. Wow. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. That is strong. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. 16 says, this is how we know that we love. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need and has no pity for them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions in truth. Wow. So, there's so much in those verses. I should have paused, but... Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I definitely should have paused in between. But... It, it just blows my mind how straightforward it is. There's no gray area. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. So you're no different than someone who takes away a life. If you have hate in your heart. If you have hate instead of heart, instead of love in your heart, you're just as well a murderer. That's how they consider it. Yeah. According to the scriptures, because if you think about it, if you hate somebody, there's something about this character or this person that you don't like so bad that that love turns to hate. And that hate is like killing character. You're killing someone's character, uh, character assassination. You're you're saying, I hate this person for X reason. Yeah. There's always a reason. And if you think about if you think about it, people often say more often than not, they say. I hate this person. They're dead to me. Yeah. They're dead to me. And it, essentially, that's like, that's essentially what the Bible is saying right there. You're, 
murdering, you're killing this person from your life. You're yeah, I'll never talk to them again. You know, it's just you're dead. You're dead to me. And it's just if you notice, the verse says that it says, do not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. righteous. Mm -hmm. So he it's the action. Again, we're going back to that word action. And that's really what, what we're referring to when we talk, what the Bible is referring to, I'm sorry, when we talk about murdering someone. You know, it's it's a matter of the action. And when you come to Christ, you accept his love. You accept him in, in your life. And he is love. And in, in turn, you receive his love and his love is what you use to love on others. And so that's, that is huge because a lot of us, we tend to be like Cain and look at, because what Cain did was he just basically compared himself to his brother. And he looked at all the stuff that he was doing and looked at his brother and all the stuff that he was doing. And then he heard how his actions were righteous and Cain's actions were not. And that jealousy appeared and that anger appeared and just unfortunately evil consumed him at that moment. And that created his action. And, and I can't tell you how true that is for us today that we can quite quickly it, it, it happens without even sometimes us even noticing we go on with life and we look at our around in our lives and when our focus is off of God and our focus is off of his love and what he has and what we receive through his love and what we need to do through his love it begins to truly destroy us and and when when it when it begins to destroy us that's how our actions come out basically if you if you if you receive love and you're being purified by love your actions will reflect that but if you start receiving all this negativity and evil and and you let everything that's happening around you take over then your actions will reflect that as well and it's it is 100% difficult I'm not gonna sit here and act as though it's such an easy thing to do but the most important thing is to recognize whenever you are going to act in love are you acting like the verse says in verse 12 because of his own actions are you acting on your own actions or are you acting on God's love with his love and that's such I feel like that I just wanted to highlight that because yeah. I feel like that's such a key thing then instead know. instead if we're going to be motivated by action we should be motivated by the actions of Jesus who laid down his life so if we are going to go based on emotion 
Why don't you go based on the emotion of, I can't believe that this man who didn't even know me then, right, in person, paid the price for not only who was there, but who was to come. Because God in advance, who already knew you before the womb, sent his son to pay this price. So if we want to go based on emotion, I get emotional thinking about how... I am not worthy of all that I've been giving of this love that I've been, that's been lavished on me. And yet I have nothing but grace, nothing but forgiveness, nothing but mercy, nothing but love on behalf of the father. So that if we want to place emotions, let's, why don't we place it on that instead of the actions of people? Because if that's when we create this animosity towards other people because we're too focused on their actions or sometimes our actions and we need to look at the actions of God. Look at the actions that that happened on the cross, you know, that Jesus gave it all for us, not only for for one person, but for humanity, you know, the greatest act that anyone can give. Um. But that should be what motivates us, empowers us, um, gives us that that rush of saying, you know what? I have to let the world know of who this man is that gave it all for us, that that forgave us, that 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 now gave me access to the father where I'm considered a child of God. And we should want to scream and shout that, like just like you know, you, you pointed out that it has an exclamation. We are children, right? Yes. We are the children of God. So, and it has an exclamation. We should have that same emotion of, you know, what I can't contain this joy that I have. I can't contain this love that's been lavished on me. Therefore, I want to lavish that love onto someone else because it's so overwhelming that I want somebody else to feel it. Somebody else. To enjoy it and that should be our motivation to live our lives according to what God wants us to yeah. it's only right yeah and you see in verse 14 it says we know that we have passed from death to life mm -hmm. because what it says because we love each other we know that we have passed from death to life so that means you'll recognize that you've passed from living this this you know, when something is dead, it's, it's like lifeless. There's no, there's no purpose no to it. There's no movement. There's mm -hmm. no when nothing. Dead, there's no movement. There's nothing. There's yeah. nothing. It's just in, 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 in darkness, really. Because when you see, you put your put in a casket, you put it in the ground, and it's darkness. It's complete darkness. There's no light, nothing. When you come into life, you come from, you come into the light. And when you come into the light, we were just talking about it before we started. When you come into the light, you're, 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 you're basically exposed to this new life. And when you're exposed to this new life, then you, you, you come into this moment. And this is, and I'm referring to how we go from death to life in Jesus, in Christ. When you come into this life that he has to offer you, this life comes f 
full compact with love everything that this that is described as love in the word of god love is patient love is kind and all these things and when you begin to show those things which is what the light does it allows you to to show and 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 love in action starts coming out when you're showing it to your brothers and sisters that when someone does something wrong to you instead of you reacting the way that you would when you were in darkness now you're reacting in love and that looks so much different than what we would do in the world in the world i'd roll my i'll roll my sleeves up and get ready to put hurt someone but rather the love that god has given us is for us for for that moment when someone does something wrong to me for me to still love on them and show forgiveness and mercy and 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 grace and it's just so beautiful and as difficult as it is to do when we focus on him that's it, it just we recognize who we're doing it for and what we're doing it for and it says there we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other so you're gonna see and recognize and say whoa i'm i'm living in this life that in this new life in christ and i can see it because i see fruits of it because i'm loving in action and i see what it's doing and that's what tells you I've passed from death to life because we love each other and it's just incredible what God what you can do when you see how God uses you and what his love what his love can do through you it's just incredible yeah definitely and and a big part of that is is removing any any ill feelings from your heart, any guilt, any condemnation, any any past uh, or hurt, anything that stops you from loving freely the way that you should. And a lot of times we're carrying things within our own heart that uh, do not allow us to show love to others the way that that the Lord wants us to. But once you start experiencing that love of, of Christ in your heart, you're going to wake up without that guilty feeling. You're going to wake up without condemnation. You're going to wake up without sadness. And you're going to start learning how to love and forgive other people the same way he's forgiven you. And you're going to begin, once you start beginning to obey his commands, things will get easier for you to live this life. It starts with, being obedient to his word and be obedient to what he's asking us to do in our walk and once we start doing that your your kindness is going to start to show to other people your compassion your love your mercy and and all of that will be fruit that's going to be coming out as you start applying the things that you're learning in the, in the scriptures and that's why we need to be doers of the word. We can't just read it as if it's a novel and then forget about it when you go to sleep. It's being purposeful in how am I going to apply this in my life to live this as best as I can so that I know that I'm, I'm living a life worthy of, of being a, ch a child of God. You know, I want to honor him. And to honor him, I want to 
do the best that I can to to live like he did, to walk like he did, to treat my brothers and sisters the way he would want me to treat them and pretend he's in the room. You know, when you're talking to someone, pretend he's in the room and he's listening and and just, you know, don't don't limit your actions. Yeah. Like don't limit your actions. Physically, he's behind that person. I, I learned that in a, in a series that I was taking. And, you know, you just basically have to pretend as though he is behind the person. And, and, and when you do that, you're remembering what the greater purpose is and yeah. who you're doing it for. Absolutely. Yeah. So in closing, you know, just make sure you're, you're trusting in the action that Jesus did by laying down his life make sure you're believing in it and the reason he did it and it, and it was for us to be reconciled back to the father and now that we're uh, considered children of God we have to own that believe it and we should want others to also experience that that yes. that that communion with God that moment of intimacy where no one can take it away from us. And once once we start experiencing those moments with God, it's going to be easier for you to live this life according to what he wants. Yes. Remember that we are the light. Yes. We are the salt. We are the branches that are supposed to bear fruit. We thank you for listening today. We thank you for um, for prayers and for um, allowing us to have this method, or this this uh, source of being a blessing to others. If you want to reach us, you can reach us at uh, inclanministries06 at gmail.com. You could also watch our Sunday services at facebook.com backslash HC Vineland. That's HC for home church. And... Um, Thank you guys. It's uh it's been awesome and we can't wait to be with you again. God bless.